Welcome to the ENA Podcast with your host, Dan Campana. This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, coming to you, quote-unquote, live from San Diego, where we are in the middle of Emergency Nursing 2023, and I'm trying to bring out some of the best of the best for the podcast while we're here. And who better to start than one of the highlights, the superstars of this morning's opening session, but then Tad Worku, who belted out a really heartfelt and emotional and deep song for him that got the audience thinking, got him moving maybe just a little bit, but certainly set the tone for a great couple of days here in San Diego. Tad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dan. I, I mean, I need more introductions like that in my life, man. <laughs> well, I if you're looking for a professional that. hype man, I have a consultant on the side. So. <laughs> I like that, man. I appreciate it. So, Tad, for those who maybe have just kind of picked up bits and pieces of who you are, yeah. you know, play little words there, you can yeah, get into how I that like, fits into I the like routine that. here. I like that. But you're a musician who found nursing. Yeah. Who then used that to come back to his music. Yeah. Uh, give us the nutshell story of how you got to where you're at right now and being a talented musician but also a nurse who knows what it's like to be at the bedside and working with patients. No, absolutely. I appreciate this question. Um, so for me, healthcare was never the the dream, the goal. I, I, I actually felt uncomfortable in hospitals and I wanted to be I wanted to be a famous musician. So Graduated from college, signed an artist development deal, worked my way up through through the music world, got a Grammy Award winning team, fully funded for international tour. And I remember that season just knowing I had talent and this ability to move in that world, but not purpose. And I craved purpose or meaning, something yeah. something that was bigger. And and so I remember coming to this point where it was like, you either go forward in this world. And, and to me, it was like, I looked forward and I said, I'm gonna become someone I don't really want to become in this world. Um, and then there was this uncertain opportunity of like, discover yeah. who you are. And so I chose that uncertain path and, and quit music, gave back all my tour funding, canceled the album. And a few weeks later, I was sitting in prerequisite classes uh, <laughs> as a nursing student. I mean, that's 180 if there is 180 um, degree change, right? Absolutely. And I felt it. Yeah. It was, you know, as a musician, you are, you're served, right? Like people do everything for you. You're the artist. Right. The so talent, right? You're the, the talent. talent. So it's like, here's your food. Here, we'll carry that. Right. And then I went into nursing school where it's like, there's nobody, like <laughs> even the nursing assistant you're, you're, you're the nursing assistant's assistant sure. as a nursing student. Um, and there was something like deeply meaningful about people not caring who I was other than for, could you help? Right. Like, could you walk into that room and just do what needed to get done? And for me at that point, it was, there was something that brought me to life to just say, yeah, my hands can make an impact, even if it's a small one. Sure. My hands can make an impact when I walk into that room, whether it's cleaning someone up or, or giving medication, you can make an impact directly. And I think that that's exactly what I needed. And it helped inspire you coming back to music. Yeah, and in and, and an unexpected way, I'll say, because when I quit music, there was no expectation that it would ever come back. 
which is a hard yeah. line to draw for yourself. It, exactly, it, and it was an identity shift. I remember standing outside of the studio after I had made all these decisions and knowing like this part of my life is done. Like I'm gonna redefine, kind of go into this new world and I'll be okay. How old were you when you made that change? 22. So most people don't have anything figured out at oh, 22, but man. you're about to essentially walk away from something that every 22 year old who is in music would love to have sit in front of them. Yeah, and, and that, that's a good point because I knew it was my, I knew it was my prime. Yeah. I knew I was in my, my prime of the music world and I knew that they wouldn't, like if I was wrong, about this decision, it wouldn't come back. Yeah. So it was like this, I knew I was trading music, but I was also trading time. Sure. So if I didn't find purpose, like I had lost this golden opportunity sure. of, of time. So it, it, it did make it more challenging. So coming back to how it kind of unexpectedly, nursing brought you back in, back to your music. Yeah. How to finish how that, how that came up for you. Yeah, so what, you know, my first job out of nursing school was emergency trauma and when I when I started in in ER trauma I had to I was a musician that had gone gotten into a healthcare space so ER trauma you're you see everything sure. you there's a level one trauma center and so you're exposed fully exposed yeah. and I needed a way to process my experiences and music is, is the thing that came up as my processing system. So I remember um, losing my first patient in trauma. And it was in that moment that, you know, when that, when that patient passed away, I, I went home and, you know, picked up my guitar and I was really thinking about, you know, what, how do I, how do I process this? Yeah. And I wrote this song, Love Remains. I've seen life slowly slipping away. I've seen death try and take it away. I've seen pain drop tears on a face, but in all that I've seen, love remains. I've seen hope from the depth of despair. I've seen peace come from nowhere. I've seen grace wash the deepest of stains. In all that I've seen, love remains. I wish people could see what your face looks like because oh. the, the smile is because we hear about stress fatigue, burnout, yeah. mental health and well-being. Not everybody knows how to find an outlet, yeah. and a lot of people who have outlets don't use those outlets the yeah. best way. So in a creative realm, in a place that you can go to, and you could probably have filled up a notebook a night from yeah. some of the things that you experienced, so to be able to carry that forward in a way that you can go, what I'm assuming, based off of what we've talked about in other circumstances, that you've got all of this put together, and it's like, here's how you can release it, and you go, but you still got this talent on the side yeah. that, I don't mean on the side, but you've got this talent that, well, how do I put two and two together? Yeah. Was that, you know, not to be over dramatic, was that a bit of an epiphany for you to go, your purpose now is expanded a little bit because you can continue to tell that story in addition to the work you're doing hands-on. Yeah, and, and, and it, I would say it happened, so a lot, of, a lot of my experience happened from discovery after the fact. Okay. So I processed this song and it shifted me. Okay. So it was like, if hope remains in the face of like, my patient's death or trauma or tragedy, hope remains, then, then I have hope that as I step into this environment, no matter what I face, there's hope. That shifts you. Yeah. That changes the way you show up. Like I'm not showing up for a job. Right. And as I'm shifting, 
it, it really changes like that song becomes something that feeds into me and then it was another patient and another patient and another patient that became another song another song and then I'm sitting on all of these songs that have become foundational statements to like okay. my existence. Wow. And then it was like the discovery of that was oh, I have music again. Like yeah. I have songs again. This is almost like an autobiography. What it sounds like, you know, as these songs are coming through these experiences, you're documenting your life exactly. in a certain way. What you, you said something uh, earlier, you and Shola actually both said about you know, feeling very present in everything that went on this morning. We'll talk about the opening session in a bit, but yeah. how much of that was a part of all of this discovery that you went through over these years from 22 on to say, this is the change I need to make. This is my rediscovery of who I, what my purpose is and here's how I bring music back into it. It seems like that's, to me, it feels like that could be really overwhelming because you're making these drastic changes and yeah. what your direction is gonna be. Was it hard to stay present through that and say, I'm going to live this right now without thinking backward or thinking too far down the road? Uh, that's a great, I mean, that's a great question. And I actually think staying present was the answer. So I had to stay present. Right before I started emergency nursing, I had the opportunity to do a sold out show accompanied by the Oakland Symphony. Wow. Biggest show I'd done in my career. Okay. Thousand, like thousand people in attendance okay. raised tens of thousands of dollars and and right after that I felt impressed to go start working as a nurse right when it comes to presence yeah. I'm, I'm fully present in this moment and then I boom I'm an ER trauma nurse level one trauma new grad there was no time to look at music anymore yeah so for the next six and a half years I was fully present in the emergency department okay. and doing no music. So those are, it's just amazing to think about these, you know, these, you know, again, I'm calling them drastic. I mean, I, I don't know, I can't, they I don't were, put words in your mouth. They were drastic. It's just amazing to think about because anybody who's listening to this can think about when they get to one of those crossroad moments yeah. and maybe they're not as divergent as a music career and a healthcare career, but everybody comes to that fork in the road at yeah. some point and what you do with it, but then to find a circle back, you know, yeah. to come back around to it. So speaking of emergency nursing, clearly this is where we're at. We're in yeah. San Diego, emergency nursing 2023. I've seen you talking with people. You did a little meet and greet earlier on. Yeah. You definitely feel like you're, it seems like you're in your element around yeah. the nurses and sitting and catching up. Before we get into the opening session, what, what's it been like just to kind of see thousands of, of yeah. your types together yeah. in one place and to kind of, you know, feel a little bit of that energy maybe? Yeah, I'm, I'm so emergency you know it, all honesty when I was in nursing school I would tell everybody like don't start in the emergency department <laughs> start in the start in intensive care okay I told everybody and then I out of everybody started in this emergency department and everyone looked at me like wait you like the person that told us start in ICU like you and and I think it was an opportunity that was extended and I, it, it was the best thing that happened to me but that was kind of that was the initial thing, but like emergency trauma grew me, right? I, that's that's where I became like this version of myself. It taught me lessons, life lessons that I'll never forget. It it in, I I gained a depth that changed my existence, right? And so there's an understanding of people who have seen the same thing, okay. right? Yeah, and and you know if someone's in ER they've seen things and there's almost a mutual respect sure. right and so I think I have a deep 
you don't get to interact with everybody here, but there's a deep sense of respect. Like, I know the work you do. Well, it's the community feel yeah. because regardless of where you've been, you've all done some of the same things. You've lived a lot of, walked the same paths in the same types of days. Certainly a lot of them have all been through what we've gone through the last three or four years and everything that's affecting the nursing profession as a whole and certainly the specialty of emergency nursing. So this morning, you got to put all of that on display and as part of the, the uh, opening session. First impressions from you, you were a part of it, but then you also got to see the rest of it. What were some of your impressions of, of what the opening session was like this morning? Yeah, I, I, it, was, it was humbling being a part of it, but I, I, I loved it. Um, you know, just, just the whole thing. I, I, I got to, you know, sing the song, Who Are You? And just that whole level up. Theme. I remember when I, we were talking about, you know, just picking a song that would work for that level up theme. I think what I loved is, you know, I picked the song "Who Are You," and it's it to me that level up starts with who, like who am I at my core? Like I can't level up by doing external things. It's right. like you level up by by doing internal things that have external manifestations, right? right? right. And so that that ability to ask that question and then re-ask myself the question like you know who am i what do you stand on like, right. what are you about the uh we talked about it earlier so for those that didn't see the session you started in the audience yeah and you, you know i, I kind of characterize it looked like you had a little bit of out-of-body experience because you're part of this video that starts the session um you know your band is up there and they're starting to, to lead into this and you're sitting fifth row on an aisle yeah. and you start singing um, not a traditional performance I would assume no, for you but no. you took something more from that than maybe you even realized coming into it yeah it was it was interesting because I felt like I was a part of the audience and I was having a conversation there's a lady Jamie next to me I was having this conversation and then I see the video come on and I'm like okay I'm I'm gonna have to start singing soon and then it was it and then I see my team on stage and and it's like okay like it was almost like a don't forget to sing like right. you're also up there so you're sitting right. here but you're also up there um, but it felt very connected yeah. so singing from just sitting in the audience and singing it was very connect it felt connected to the to the audience which I think was the whole point of the song so yeah. it was it meant a lot the reaction is always interesting how people get engaged with it you know we're, we're going to do these a uh, little bit we're going to do these downloads so that yeah. everybody can take the song home with them they can you know add it to their to their their playlist uh, but certainly there's there's a resonance you know and be not being a clinician not being a mercy nurse i hear i know your story so yeah. i hear the lyrics to that song and there's you know i'm not doing you know i'm not doing it for money i'm not doing it yeah. for fame which you told me earlier started as something that you said was based in music you yeah. weren't going to do it for those reasons but there's also an identification from the healthcare provider the emergency nursing yeah. site like you're not doing it for those things either yeah. there's a deeper purpose and deeper meaning you know the resonance between those two things probably yeah. hits the audience what what are what are some things you hope that people took away from what you're saying in that song and just what your story has been yeah. overall I, I think you know when I walked into the emergency department I remember and with no malice, but I remember someone telling me, give it a few years and we'll see if you're not jaded. And, and that shook me, right? That really, that really shook me because I had traded something valuable to find purpose in this environment. 
and now the comment was this environment might take from you yeah. more than what you traded away the right. essence of who you are not only did you give away the thing that you wanted the thing that you thought you wanted could take away who you me. are right exactly and so that really that really struck me and I think that the message that I have after almost seven years in trauma like mostly in the craziest environments sure. of that environment of, of the ER is the ER will change you but it's not a guarantee that it has to change you into something worse. Like I walked out of the ER several years later more hopeful, more sensitized to the human experience than when I walked into it. Um, a depth of knowledge of, of life and death of, of the human experience. Could you imagine that that was gonna happen? Zero percent. Yeah. I think it's just like honestly like a prayer that you survive it. Sure. Like, like I, this is bigger than me. Like, help me every time I walk into this environment right. to like, not only make it out, but uh, like physically, but just emotionally, mentally, like sure. make it, like let this not wreck me. Um, and I, and I think that's where my passion is for providers. Is these are people who are willing to put themselves in, in the the path of danger of risk. And what about them? How is that person patient zero? Would you treat yourself the way you treat a patient? Interesting. And so I have almost a burden for providers to to like find that joy or find that sense of purpose and be taken care of. So I got two questions for you before we wrap up here. I'm going to do them out of order because you made a good point, but I want to come back to that as our closing point. But first. Um, let's give a shout out to your band and, and the folks oh, that, that yeah. helped make this possible for you today as well. Absolutely. So there is there is uh, James James Richard, awesome, my producer for from even before I quit music. Okay. So I gave away all of our money okay. and, he, and they all <laughs> stayed. So same That's awesome. team. Um, there's there's um, David Jackson. He was on keys. Rex was on guitar. Corey was on drums violin was the amazing Lisa Donlinger. We had the background singers, Pamela, Jackie, Randy, and um, who am I forgetting? I think that's everybody. Oh, and, and yeah, and, and Buya was on, on bass, but incredible group of people. How was it like to share the experience with them? Because, oh. you know, they knew you before, yeah. you know, and they obviously, have, you know, ridden with you over the years, but um, did they have a concept of the, this wasn't just another gig or anything, no. right? No, and I, and I think that's the thing. You know, ever since coming back into music from, from, from nursing, it's never been a gig. And I think it's been important to me to share stages with people that understand that. And they've understood that from day one. It, it's not a gig to any of us. Sure. And I think the big thing is, how do we hold space for an audience so they can find what they're looking for in their experience? Sure. And I think being, a, being an emergency nurse or someone that understands that, that process or that experience, music is way bigger than a song. It's this ability to try to capture an experience that can continue to resonate with someone. It's a great segue to the last question I have, which is with all the things that you've written, all the things that you've experienced as a nurse, as a musician, what, you know, for the nurses that are here, nurses that are listening to this podcast episode, what's one simple message you want them to feel 
as they try to go through what are difficult times. Yeah. You know, the challenges are different, you know, every year, every generation, but for what you know of nursing right now, yeah. what you know of the EDs right now, what what would be a message you would want to share with them that comes from your heart, from the music that you're doing and, and your experiences? Yeah, it's I think it would be pay attention like pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to what you need and it's not selfish to to find what you need. It's not selfish. Like not every environment is for everybody. Sure. Pay attention to what you need and and don't trade the essence of who you are for anything. Like find life, find that joy, find that peace. And it doesn't mean find easy. Right. It doesn't mean avoid challenge. But there's a difference between challenge and completely burned out and completely you know like not you anymore right right and so i feel like you know treat yourself like the the vip patient that sure. comes in that like that, that's a vip patient treat yourself like that vip patient i don't think we could have wrapped it up on any better point or a higher point you know it's, it's been a, a bit of a whirlwind day yeah. for for you and, and that's kind of what goes on here at, at, at you know annual conference there's just so much going on but a lot of themes a lot of messages a lot of you know great takeaways and as ENA President Terry Foster talks about all the time, this is a re-energizing point for nurses to feel that they can go back to their EDs and continue to do their job you know, for the next year. So you help feed that energy and, and you know refill that tank, the cup, whatever you want to call it for the next year. So Ted Worker, thank you for being a part of the ENA podcast today. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you, Dan. That'll do it for this episode from San Diego. I'll have a couple more ENA podcast episodes quote-unquote live from San Diego it's recorded we know it but it's live you can hear we've got energy we've got people working coming in and out of sessions it's what we're all about here so stay tuned for more episodes from San Diego and I hope you're listening next time on the ENA podcast to learn more about ENA or to become a member visit ena.org backslash membership